0: Guys, welcome to the Jay Scott Outdoors podcast. Today I've got my friends John Adams and Kevin Call from High Point Outfitters in Arizona, Flagstaff, Arizona to be specific. Guys, how you doing?
1: Great, Jay. Thanks for having us. Doing
2: good.
0: Look forward to having you guys on the podcast. Uh, I know we try and do uh, Arizona uh, elk and antelope uh, regulations units breakdown and uh, so here we are. We've got I believe a deadline coming up, uh, February 11th for the applications, uh, for Arizona elk and antelope. And, uh, first and foremost, guys, uh, how was, uh, how was your last season?
2: It was good. It was, uh, it was definitely a a fun year in 2019. Um, the, uh, the antler growth was awesome, um, so uh, we had some great clients, and uh, the guides did awesome. It was just an all-around uh, fun year. You know, Where Jay, we? I think Jay. I
1: think the, the the archery rut was a little slow uh, because of lack of moisture this summer, and we can probably get into that a little bit more. But uh, uh, the rut was you know, off, uh, but luckily we were able to still get it done without, uh, you know, the lack of rut. Uh, the late rifle hunts were tough with the snow, and we can talk about that as well. I think uh, overall its success is going to be down on both of those hunts, which is a good thing for 2020.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking forward um, is what we're trying to do, but in order to look forward, you've got to look at the past, and you know, from what I've heard from a lot of guys and what you guys are saying, with the lack of the summer monsoon moisture, uh, it sounds like the bulls uh, just didn't bugle as good, the cows, some of them didn't cycle uh, on time, and it kind of reports all over the state is that the bulls just really didn't, you know, really get after it. The interesting thing about that is we had a big winter moisture and we had great antler growth. So while all of us were excited about, you know, big, great antlers, uh, the the 2019 elk rut did not, you know, coincide or did not parallel that great antler growth. Um, You know, talk a little bit about that anticipation going into the fall 2019 season with Everything you're looking at on trail cams and through your glass is, is big antlers, but then knowing uh, for sure that the moisture was not good and feed conditions were not good, which in turn, did you know? Did you see it kind of coming? Is I guess what I'm what I'm getting at. You
1: know, you know Jay. Two things. I mean, you're you're right. Arizona is uh, a little unique. Our w- winter moisture and spring moisture, of course, puts the antlers on. We had, you know, that was phenomenal last year. Uh, but really, our summer monsoon moisture, which is July-August, really sets us up for the rut uh, with good grass. The cows uh, are in good shape. Uh, last year, that was lacking. And uh, so our, our rut uh, was a little slow. Uh, it really never uh, took off, yet, you know... <laughs> John's client killed uh, killed a bull in the first 15 minutes of light. You know how tough was that, right? So John sitting here smiling. But uh, 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 and then uh, my guy didn't kill. I think day four, day five. But it was it, the rut was slow. Uh, we you know we had call-ins. Uh, both of our guys killed with uh, call-ins. Yet uh, it was not a normal year. Uh, we certainly uh, knew that we were in trouble. Fairly early on, because of the lack of water, lack of moisture, lack of grass, we knew that it was going to be a tough rut, yet, uh, you know, uh, with the with the antler growth, uh, we were super excited and you know, we killed some phenomenal bulls uh, on the archery hunt just because of the antler growth, uh, but it wasn't as fun of a hunt because the, uh, you know, the rut was lacking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um with that guys and then you throw in the late hunts uh, for those guys out there listening that aren't aware we had a big snowstorm kind of right after the Thanksgiving time frame and there was a lot of units where guys really couldn't get into certain spots there was too much snow and do you guys feel like you know some bulls that were you know maybe had made it through the early seasons? that might have been prime picking for the late season, do you think that some of those bulls made it through just from a function of um, guys not being able to get in harvest position because of snow? Yeah,
2: I mean, the, the the late season this year and also the archery early hunts and early rifle hunts, there's definitely some holdovers for sure. Um, usually those, those late elk hunts, you know, they're, you know, killing bulls that are busted up, you know, um, 330, 315 type bulls, um, you know, you know, the tags are getting filled on those caliber bulls. A lot of those bulls didn't even get harvested. Um, and, you know, me and Kevin were also talking, um, a lot of the people ended up turning in their tags. Prior to the hunt even starting on the late the late elk hunts, just because of how much snow we were going to get, um, those people are smart. You know, they kept their points, gave their tag back, and I I would like you know to know if if Game and Fish was able to give those tags to the next line of hunters in time, um, or if those tags also went unused. You know, you know if there was 200 yeah, for tags sure. available for a unit where those tags actually used you know we,
1: we had clients and we had friends that turned their tags back wednesday uh of course thursday's thanksgiving the hunt starts friday so if they turn them back on wednesday there's no way the game of fish is turning those tags around so I, you know and and not only that people that drew that held on to their tag <coughs> we had unit uh, 5 and 6a a A lot of the unit was closed Uh, couldn't get in the first three or four days they had the roads closed Um, and you know we I was in unit 10 we had 16 inches of snow or so It, it rained and then it snowed and then it rained and it snowed it was super heavy Uh, We lost wall tents. Uh, We had people that had to get airlifted out. I mean, it was a no-joke storm and early Before the storm, you know John and I were talking man. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome I can't believe people are even thinking about returning their tags back Um, but uh, You know we were thinking six to eight inches. We'd be fine Uh, the snow really wasn't the problem the wind uh, Friday after it snowed Friday night, Saturday, the wind just howled and uh, we had three foot snow drifts, uh, even more than that in some places. I mean, we, we got into, we, we there were some places that we could not access, uh, which is unfortunate, uh, until day five or six of the hunt. And uh, there were certainly some elk spared on that hunt, whether those were, you know, tags given back, uh, people given up on the hunt. Uh, after the first couple days uh, because of access uh, or, you know, the elk just, uh, there was definitely some holdover uh, elk uh, from the late elk hunt.
0: For sure. So looking forward, things look bright. Uh, What kind of conditions, you know, we have to take the data as we know it. Um, So where do we sit right now in your mind as far as normal uh, weather patterns and conditions, moisture on the ground uh, right now? Mo- moving into this application season?
2: Yeah, I, I would say uh, going into this year, it, it's, it's looking good. I mean, there during the, the summertime, it was definitely dry, um, but I don't think, you know, the animals took a big hit or, you know, it affected them, it, you know, going into the winter. Um, but I think the moisture... What are we yeah, at this year? Like, we're 200? over 200. Yeah, yeah,
1: 200. I mean, we're sitting here looking out my office door right now, and there's you know a foot of snow on the deck uh, still. So there's, we've got some good snowpack. Uh, it's continuing. Uh, the mountains had over eight feet of snow uh, since November. That's phenomenal. Uh, so we, yeah, we're we're stacked up pretty good. We've got another storm coming in. I think Thursday. Uh, here we are. You know, first week in January. So, looking out to middle of January, we're well over two hundred percent of normal. So, we're we're in, we're in real good shape. unless things just shut off, uh, I can't imagine that uh, we're not uh, you know stacked up for good annual growth this year.
2: Yeah, guys, at, go ahead, John. I was looking at the I was looking at the internet and uh, the snowball opened the earliest it ever opened. Um, so that that's one good indication um lake Powell is also 27 feet above where it was last year at this time so i mean it, it is we're going into this year way better than we were going into last year so well good
0: that's a good sign uh so things are looking good um is there anything that would tell you guys you know to tell people to, to, you know, wait it out. Go ahead and, you know, just sit back through the month of January and just, you know, let things unfold. Um, You know, on some years where moisture is iffy, a lot of times that's the strategy. I tell people, like, literally don't do anything to the last week. You know, go ahead and wait January out and just see what conditions happen. You know, just let everything kind of unfold as much as you can seems like um, the writing's already kind of on the wall that it's definitely going to be at least an average year, if not better. Would you guys agree with that? And is, is your strategy, no, go ahead and apply, or are you still kind of of the, of the uh, mindset of, you know, kind of wait till February 1st to really start getting serious?
2: Yeah, we're, we're definitely starting to run into people that have already used their, their point guard um, from, a, from a few years ago, but... If, if they have not used their point guard, they really don't have much to, to worry about going into this year. I would definitely buy your point guard um, and definitely apply. I mean, everything's looking good right now. I, I got no red flags uh, going into this year. I think H-Class, uh, um, they decreased the elk tags this year, which is awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I would say there's uh, – there's no, no reason not to apply this year.
1: You know, Jay, we're, we're a month out, of course, uh, but, you know, looking out 10 days, uh, 14 days out with the forecast, uh, you know, we've almost got the whole month of January covered with the forecast. can't imagine that anything's going to change drastically. We always tell our guys, just like you just said, uh, you know, wait until, uh, you know, a week before the deadline, uh, start applying. Uh, just for, you know, something unique would happen, uh, but really, uh, it's all, all the system is green right now, put in, get going, because uh, it should be a good year, uh, really, we don't have anything uh, to hold us back, other than if, you know, something would happen in the unit, so right now, uh, you know, we usually wait till the end, just, just because of that's kind of what we like to do, but right now, I
0: don't see any reason, uh, you know, not to put in. Let's talk about um, the, the regulation. I'm sitting on 16 myself, so I've got some decisions to make. And looking at my schedule uh, with my with all of my work schedule and everything, I'm kind of uh, I'm going to Mexico. So once I get back, I'll really focus in on it. But uh, you know, everything is leading me to think that it's going to be a great year coming up. Uh, season dates. But you know, then it just comes down to how much time do I have to devote if I were to draw a tag. So, um, have you used your point guard yet? I have not used my point guard yet. So I have my point guard and I have my um, sixteen points. So I'm sitting in a good position for Arizona. Um, With that being said, (laughs) yeah, I've already had some buddies. uh, Yeah, they're they're really honing in on me. All of a sudden, they've become my best friend.
2: Yeah, like Um, sitting here like, do you need a spot and scope? Yeah, yeah.
0: Trust me, yeah, people are saying, hey, uh, how about a new bow and you put in with me. Um, Looking at the regulations right now, um, let's dive into them a little bit. Uh, Where are there changes that you think are of note that people need to be aware of? Or where are the changes that you think are positive or negative uh, in regards to the elk?
1: You know, the, Jay, the nice thing is, I mean, it, it, as, you know, as everybody knows and is familiar with Arizona, I mean, Arizona has this thing that they, you know, swap around the early hunts and uh, different units, et cetera, and uh, 5B South, uh, I guess, uh, kind of drew the short straw, if you will, and the rifle hunt comes before the archery hunt. Um, the unique thing that, that's that's a huge plus Uh, They pulled 5B North into that uh, later date, Uh, so it starts on the 18th versus the 11th uh, on the archery hunt. So the rifle hunt is only in 5B South. There is no hunt in 5B North, so it's fantastic. The archery hunt is going to go late, uh, good dates, uh, and not have a rifle hunt to mess it up before. So we're pretty high on the 5B North uh, change this year. That should be great. Uh, you know, we've killed uh, uh, we killed some uh, statewide tag uh, in, in that uh, in that unit. So there's good bulls there. Certainly more glassable than 5B South. 5B South uh, muzzleloader is going to early muzzleloader is going to be a good hunt. Uh, but that uh, 5B North archery hunt is going to be a real good one. Uh, Of course, they reduced the hunts, uh, reduced the tags uh, in a lot of the units. Uh, You know, one uh, unit one, they dropped 50 tags. Three AC, they dropped 35 tags. Seven West, they dropped 25 tags on the archery hunts. Uh, Those are probably all good. You know, one thing, Jay, that kind of caught my eye is it's been a while since we've had kind of a major reduction in tags. Uh, and uh, if you look at the total draw tags elk tags, uh, they're off they, they've dropped them to over 1400 tags this year. It's been a while since we've seen that kind of reduction. Uh, they've thrown a ton of tags uh, almost a whole 1400. Uh, they've thrown at the limited opportunity tags. So the limited opportunity tags are way up. Uh, and there's not a lot of those tags that we're high on, uh, the limited opportunity. Uh, but the overall draw tags, uh, are down. Uh, it's, make, it's gonna make it a little harder to draw, yet the hunts are gonna be, uh, you know, significantly better in a lot of the units that they drop tags out of. Unit you know, one's a good change, I think, uh, from 300 to 250. Uh, that will make a big difference in that hunt. Uh, you know, uh, 10 and uh, 9 uh, that we're high on, uh, 5B north, south, uh, those archery tags, uh, they've stayed the status quo. Of course, uh, Unit 10, they've changed the tags uh, the last two or three years, continue to reduce them. They've stayed them steady this year. We've seen some significant improvement in 10. Uh, So I think all those are, you know, positive. But those are kind of the I guess overall high-level changes uh, that we've seen in the regs this year. We're you know we're excited about the direction that uh, that we're headed.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know what I'd like to do is, if you will, um, I'd like to just kind of go down through the units, and this more of a kind of just a shotgun. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out the unit. You guys, you know, kind of give your let's just a brief synopsis, uh, short. You know, kind of short and sweet on all the units. We'll just dive down and, and go through them. If there's any units that you really don't uh, focus on or know much about, feel free to just say, let's skip it. We'll just keep right on going. Um, but, you know, then certainly the units that you guys like or want to really, you know, emphasize anything about, um, you know, spend a little more time on it. But, uh, um, you know, and kind of give the listener a feel for expectations for what you kind of expect if they were to draw that tag this year, as far as you know trophy quality, bugling activity, number of people, you know that kind of thing. So, you guys, you guys up for that? Just a shotgun down through the units. Sure. All right. Let's just start uh, with one, two, B, two, C.
1: Yeah, one's a degree unit. Uh, you kind of mentioned they dropped the the number of tags uh, in the archer hunt, which is a, you know which is fantastic. They have an early muzzleloader hunt uh, in there with 35 tags. Um, uh, one's very classable, usually good rut activity. Uh, expectation uh, for that hunt, you know, 340, 350 type bulls certainly. Uh, with uh, a significant chance at a better, uh, better bull than that, especially if you've got time to uh, to scout or have uh, you know knowledge uh, of the unit. Good unit. Okay, 3A, 3C. Good unit. You know they, they've the, It has an early rifle hunt. It's had 25 tags there forever on the early rifle hunt. Uh, of course, it borders uh, White Mountain Apache. Great unit. Uh, the archery hunt, uh, they dropped 35 tags out of, so they went from 135 to 100. That's a good, good change. Uh, great unit. I think expectation is right there as well. 350 uh, type bull uh, is uh, certainly doable on the uh, rifle hunt. They'll see uh, those types of bulls on the archery hunt as well. Uh, good unit. 3B. We don't have a lot of, we don't have, uh, we'd pass on 3B. That's not one of the units that we spend uh, much time in.
0: 4A?
2: Yeah, no, that's, that's a that's a good unit. Um, I wouldn't say that uh, caliber bulls is there. Um, you know, I'd say more 330, 340 caliber is more upper end, you can find a 350 caliber bull, but... Um, there's definitely uh, a lot of elk in there, um, so yeah. On the late elk hunt, a lot of those elk even move into there. So, four B. Same as same as four A. I'd say they're they're both mirroring each other.
0: Okay, five A. Um, I'd
2: say four B is over four A. If I if I had a choice, but that's just me. Okay, five um, A. Great unit. Um, A lot of elk numbers. Um, The quality of elk is, you know, still 330, 340 caliber bulls with the potential. I mean, obviously, Jay, any unit in the whole entire state could, you know, come up with a giant bull. But, I mean, you know, average elk average three thirty, three forty 340 caliber unit nice thing about 5 about eight—they through a rifle hunt at this year so there's an early rifle hunt with 24 tags that, that so should, it should be a decent up. there's going to be a 350 360 type bull killed out of there okay 5b north um that is definitely a stud unit um the uh it, it there yeah it that's where uh, me and ben were after i was done with my archery hunter last year that's where i went and helped uh ben sandal and uh, that's that's where we killed his bull um last year is like a 370 bull um during the archery hunt um it's, it's a great unit i mean they even killed a statewide bull at a five uh, b north uh, last year so um the, the unit always has um a 380 plus bull in it, um, it it's definitely one of the better units easier to draw unit um, doesn't take a lot of points as some of the upper end units so.
1: Jay with one caveat 5b north you need to have uh, local knowledge otherwise you'll get schooled in that unit I mean I, I would be careful with somebody that uh, listens to this podcast puts in for the unit they'll they'll Probably be, you know, disappointed in that unit uh, without uh, uh, without some knowledge of the unit. Yeah,
2: I, I would say probably 75% of the tags last year in, at an archery hunt went home empty-handed. But, you, you
0: know, you
2: so, local knowledge and, and
0: you yeah. can actually do good. So what you're saying is it's a unit that, you know, don't think that you can just go there sight unseen and it's going to be unbelievable. What you're saying is it's kind of a sleeper unit that if you kind of know where to go and where the bulls like to hang and rut, you've got a good chance to do pretty good. If you kind of don't know those pockets, um, you might struggle.
1: Yeah, it's a unique unit. There's a ton of elk... uh... Uh, there's some upper end bulls, but man, then there's a huge difference between the upper end and the majority of the, uh, you know, major class of bulls. There's a big difference, um, and there are always a few upper end bulls, but after that, uh, you're looking at three hundred, three hundred and ten inch bulls, in and and so it, it's it's a unique unit. Guys, we talk
0: about you. You mentioned five B North um, that we're talking about now, and five B South. Uh, you mentioned that they put the early. Uh, rifle hunt I believe in front of the archery hunt in 5b south but they bumped the dates back in 5b north I'm looking at the moon cycle for next year in September and it's dark moon on the 18th which would be the start day as opposed to the rest of the state starts on the 11th where you know coming off of a full moon uh, it looks like on the 2nd of September Um, as far as a bugling aspect in that 5b north you know I've got to think that the bulls will just be full on ripping. In the as far as bugling goes, normal compared to a normal season date of five B North, which would be more in line with the you know the rest of the state on a you know ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth type of start date, an eighteenth start date. I've got to think, you know, from a bugling aspect, it's going to make that unit probably um perform at, at its highest level as far as activity activity level what's your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, yeah no doubt I mean the new moon will help um, and the pushback uh, will help as well uh, not having an early rifle hunt in front of it uh, you know is, is going to help but you know J to me uh, the summer monsoon uh, makes the biggest, Uh, difference in what happens typically uh, in Arizona on our rut. So um, moon's great, you know, dates are great, but I would take, you know, weather and moisture, uh, you know, that would impact that rut uh, significantly more than moon phase would, just that's my personal opinion. So I, you know, with with good moisture, uh, the the rut's going to just kick off, uh, be much stronger uh, with walls around. Uh, the elk seem to be more active during the day. All of that's more
0: important to me than moon phase. But all of it, you know, is
1: stacking up to you know be looking pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah and I might add uh, to the listeners out there. I'm looking at the Go Hunt Insider. They just released their Arizona uh, draw odds. Uh, it's the most accurate draw odds out there, and it shows. Uh, A non-resident archery tag for 5B North, it shows 12 points uh, is 100% draw. The interesting thing to think about is with these dates being moved back and with a little bit of buzz around 5B North, I've heard several other people talking about it because the dates being in a pretty good position. It'll be interesting to see if that unit gets flooded, or if the twelve point uh, non-resident minimum, uh, you know, it, it stays the same, or if it if it creeps up uh, and maybe goes to people with uh, with thirteen points. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out.
1: Yeah, with yeah, with you know, with a hundred forty-four tags, you know, only. Uh... Uh, What, seven of those going in the preference drawer bonus point pool, uh, seven points. I mean, that sucker could go
0: to 15, 16 real easy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Okay, let's talk about uh, uh, 5B south.
1: You know, similarly to 5B north, uh, it doesn't have the quality that 5B north has. Uh, Harder to glass, probably, so the success isn't as good. A ton of elk, uh, usually a lot of bugling. Uh, and a lot of, uh, you know, strong uh, archery hunts uh, in 5B South, not as good as 5B North as far as quality is concerned.
0: Um, with 200 tags, you're going to have more people, too. I mean, is it a unit? Uh, I hear that the elk still bugle pretty good for even the amount of pressure, or would you disagree with that?
1: Oh, well, no, we always have good, strong bugling. And strong, uh, yeah, there, there's just so many elk uh, in 5B South, Jay, that uh it's uh, you know we we never have a problem with uh finding some elk that are bugling and carry it on uh 5b south's a pretty good unit yet you know you're looking at you know 310 320 type bolts uh non-stop sure 6a very similar to 5b south the 6a's got a ton of elk, uh you know but good grief uh, there's a lot of tags uh you know 700 tags yet uh, you can you can. There's some uh, rough country in 6A. You can get away from the people. Uh, bulls are always bugling. A lot of good activity. Uh, uh, but you know, s- 320 type bulls are what you're looking at. Uh, with some upper end bulls, certainly uh, better than that. Uh, but it's uh, it's a unit that if somebody doesn't have a lot of points uh, and uh, just looking for an archery hump that's got a lot of good uh, elk rut. And some fun stuff. Six uh, A's uh, right there. I mean, it's a good, it's a fun unit, fairly easy to draw. Uh, a unit that certainly, without a lot of points,
2: uh, ought to be considered. Yeah, we we call it the Flatlander unit. It's like the closest unit that all the Phoenix people can come to hunt. Eat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <6B>. six <laughs> B. Six B. Yeah. Six B. It's honestly probably, uh, you know, a, a 300 320 .330-type unit. Um, you know, can you find a fifty caliber bull? Absolutely. Um, the biggest unit or biggest bull I've ever seen in my life came out, you know, in 6B. that was, you know, a long time ago. But, I mean, it it, uh, it it's just not, not there as far as H uh, class. It, and it never will be. It's surrounded... You know, between unit eight, they pile a lot of tags in and, and uh, you know, Six eight. So it just, it, it it doesn't have the chance to to get to that H class. Seven east. Um, how much time you got? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I,
0: know. I, I know. Talk about
2: it, in it years past, you've favorites. gone
0: off on seven east. <laughs>
1: it used to be one of our favorite units, and unfortunately, it's, it's, it's going to take a while to come back.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, it's let's, it's, a, let's, it's a sore subject. Let's just skip over it. All right. What about the peaks in '70s? Is like that even worse? Say it again. The peaks unit in '70s, the wilderness hunt, 15 tags. That that's what uh, you know
2: destroyed the unit. Is is that is that peaks hunt? So, um, but yeah, I would say. It's not getting any better. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. Um, it goes to show, um, you know, shoot, I don't, you know, you see a six-point bull in that unit. It's it's something productive. I mean, it's all the way across. I mean, from the late elk tags that they throw in that unit, how many they throw in, to the peaks hunts, how many early rifle peaks hunts they have, to the how many archery tags, um, it, it just doesn't stand a chance. Which day so away from that- yeah. Seven West. Yeah, but, but but what you were talking about for for late or for for out of state hunters that are looking for an opportunity to come hunt elk in Arizona, it is an easier to draw hunt. Um, I I had a guy that had drawn it with fifteen points um, this last year, um, and I I told him he drew the early peaks hunt because he saw that it was an early rifle hunt, and he drew a 15 points, and I, I, I made him turn his tag back in, and he was a little miffed, um, but his friends ended up drawing um, Unit 10 tags for the late hunt, and they ended up coming out and hunting with us, but um, and he ended up coming, too, and he, he, he thanked me after he did some more research, but he thought he had drawn a, a super awesome hunt, so I just think, you know, You know, the listeners need to know that, yes, it's an early rifle hunt. Um, There's a chance that, you know, you can be getting into bugles and stuff, but the age class is definitely not there in the 70s. Okay, 7 West. Um, 7 West is definitely, um, you know, a better unit. Last year the rut was horrible, um, a lot of a lot of bulls are uh, you know got left over from that and even from the um, the snow fall that we had a lot of people couldn't access uh, the unit um, this year it's it's gonna be better it's definitely a good medium tier unit to, to dump some points on um, it looks like um, what is it taking for sixteen? taken 16 non-resident and 10 for resident so, um, it's a it's a good mid tier unit um, to to drop some points on,
0: and that's what blows me away. I'm looking at the Gohan Insider right now, and we'll we'll talk about Unit Eight next. But I just to compare, you know, Seven West it's saying sixteen for non resident, and it's saying um, 11, eleven for a non resident. There's a five point difference between Seven West and Eight. I, I just I can't see, see that I mean I would think unit I would pick unit eight with five more you know with that five point difference I'd pick unit eight I think they're more even than a five point difference one hundred percent accurate yep go ahead and talk uh, about unit eight
2: yeah unit eight is it, you know there's there's seven west uh there's some you know like some mountains and stuff that you can get into that, you know, are roadless areas, which, you know, usually during the rut, that's good. You got the Kendrick Peaks, you got, uh, you know, Sitgreaves, you got Red. Um, there, there's a few, you know, areas that you can get into. Unit 8 also has some um, um, roadless areas like Sycamore Canyon, um, Bill. I mean, it, it has some good uh, some good roadless areas. Um I would think that Unit 8 and Unit Seven West has has produced the same caliber of bulls. Um, I I necessarily wouldn't take one unit over the other. Um, the only difference is, uh, you know, Unit Seven West is touching Unit Ten and Nine, so you can get that uh, that crossover right there. Sure.
1: You know, it, it's interesting. The archery hunt is split like that, where the the points there's a point spread on the archery hunt. Whereas on the late elk hunt, they both take seven, so there isn't that spread on the late elk hunt, um, uh, which is kind of unique because we we prefer uh, the late elk hunt in eight versus the archery hunt in eight. Uh, we're killing better bulls on a late elk hunt and uh, a rifle hunt. So, uh, but anyway, it's uh, that's why looking at points, uh, you know, on go hunt or you know, a variety of sources. Uh, it, it's you know it's, it's important to look at year after year, and that's where we help people with draw strategy with a certain amount of points uh, that they may not uh, even consider. You know, a, a unit, uh, but it's it's you know those types of things to point out is you know don't put in for seven west for your second choice. Put in for eight. It's a ton easier to draw, and you can draw it. So, and there's very little difference in uh, you know in the hunt.
0: Yeah, for sure. Guys, I want to take a quick second here. I want to thank the sponsors of the podcast uh, GoHunt.com, The Gear Shop, my friend Cody Nelson in the optics department. He's the manager. If you guys are looking to buy optics, uh, binoculars, spotting scopes, rifle scopes, rangefinders, anything to do with glassing, anything to do with optics, give Cody a call 702 847 8747. That's extension 2. You can also send him an email at optics at GoHunt.com. I also want to tell you guys about the GoHunt Insider. You heard me reference it here several times. Uh, the, the 2020 draw odds uh, have just come up, the, the, they've just been released on the website. If you're not a GoHunt Insider member, you can sign up right now and get a $50 GoHunt Gear Shop gift card. Go to gohunt.com forward slash JScott and just follow the prompts, and you're going to get that $50 uh, gift card. You're going to be able to see the most accurate draw odds and be able to make your decisions uh, going into this application season, whether it be Arizona, Utah, Colorado, whatever unit or state you're going to be putting in for. Uh, It's the best Western Western hunting resource out there. Uh, I also want to thank Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. Uh, That's the gear that I wear on all of my hunts. Go to Kuyu.com. That's K-U-I-U.com. Also, phone scope. Uh, use the JScott20 promo code, and you're going to get a 10% discount onxmaps.com. Use the JScott20 uh, promo code. You're going to get a 20% discount there at Onx Maps. Um, guys, let's talk about uh, one of your favorites, Unit Nine. Yeah, man, it was. I was just
2: there uh, Saturday. I just killed uh, two javelina with my wife. Did you see that? I did actually. That was pretty awesome in the snow. Dude, it was cool, man. That's an over-the-counter tag they actually have here in Arizona now. It's uh, it's good for seven, eleven, and uh, unit nine over-the-counter archery pig tags. So we went out there, picked up some pig tags. Those are our very first pigs, by the way. But yeah, just thought uh, I'd throw that out there.
0: You know, one thing I I thought I would throw this out. This is a good opportunity. You know. I, I saw the picture of the pigs and John I've got to say I think you married way above your pay grade i I, I, I think your your wife your wife must have had a weak moment or something because uh, you, you did you did really well big boy
2: yeah no i, I can't
0: agree with you more on that <laughs> uh, um, giving you a hard time um Okay, so Unit 9, um, let's talk about Unit 9 and then we'll jump into Unit 10, which I know is, is your favorite.
2: Yeah, Unit 9, you know, is, a, is a, probably one of the most populated units for upper-end bulls. Um, you know, if, if you're looking in Arizona, if you're looking for a 350-plus a bull, um, you can't go wrong with Unit 9. There is plenty of of those caliber bulls Um, there's also some upper end bulls some 390 380 type bulls in that unit Um, you know every year um, like just last year they even took a a statewide bull out of unit nine as well Um, The it's it's a phenomenal unit there's plenty of elk the elk rut um, was not that great last year um, we had, uh, we had one client, um, in unit nine last year on the archery hunt, um, and, uh, he passed plenty of bulls and he ended up, uh, shooting at, uh, two giant bulls. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's a stud unit. Um, it borders the, um, park and a reservation and unit 10. So it's going to be an awesome unit. Okay, let's
0: talk about Unit Ten.
2: Um, it uh, It's definitely one of the the better units. Um, i I think uh, twenty three and uh, um, ten um, rival each other. Um, I definitely think it's superior to Unit nine. Um, there's There's no doubt that Unit Ten for the last few years has put down better bulls than Unit Nine. Um, consistently. Um, unit 10 is better whether they're rutting or not rutting. You can still glass them up, spot and stalk, um, or, you know, if, if the rut's strong, you can call them in. Jay, anybody
1: that follows us know that we're high on unit 10. Um, uh, we've had great success in 10 over the years. You know, unit 10, a couple of the differences, I mean, as you know, unit 9 Uh, has very little cattle Uh, there's there's no uh, year-round water Uh, in 10 we have year-round water because of cattle operations we got various um, ranches that uh, you know continue to push water out for you know livestock and uh, uh, the wildlife and it's just I don't know it's just not contingent as much on water as nine is Uh, we don't have any problems with you know uh, Multiple people sit in the same tank like you have in nine. Uh, we don't have any of those types of problems in 10. It's easy to get away from people in 10. It's a big, huge unit, a lot of space. They've continued to reduce the tags uh, down uh, overall in 10. Um, and uh, it's you know it's just uh, you know, unit 10's uh, off the charts. It seemed like last year, every bull that we saw you know, it was 350 plus. It was crazy how many types of just strong, solid bulls there were in 10. Um, and, you know, we had two clients. John and I both had clients. They both killed 390 plus bulls. Uh, it's just, it's hard to beat uh, Unit 10 right now. Okay. Uh,
2: 11M. Um, You know, they they did some changes in 11M where you got to now be a quarter mile away from any standing structure, which makes the unit even tougher now to hunt. It's not like you're shooting, you know, a bull out of somebody's backyard. It's just tough to know and navigate where you're at because it's within, you know, city limits. 11M is, you know, like staff area. Um, There's there's definitely elk in 11M. Um, You definitely need local knowledge. Um, you know, we did a few scouting packages uh, with with some people in it for 11M during the archery bull hunt. Both of them uh, ended up filling their tags, um, but you know, it is definitely a uh, a unit uh, that you know I would either do a lot of research, try to find some local knowledge, um, but uh, there is definitely some some you know 300 uh, 330 um, caliber bulls. Uh, for eleven M. So, and, and the second hunt is most of the time better than the first hunt. How about nineteen A? No, we both shook your head. Pass it.
0: <laughs>
2: you, um, no, you got anything on it or no? No. Uh,
0: twenty one. Um,
2: it's a good. Uh, it's a good uh, wilderness hunt um you know if you got horseback uh, or you're you're good at uh you know hiking in um it's definitely a, a good unit for uh, for those caliber hunts um you know it it produces 350 um class bulls for sure 22 I'd say the same as 21 yeah okay 23 north awesome I mean it's phenomenal phenomenal the uh, 23 is you know a, a great great hunt if you if you're trying to play the lottery shy um, for it you know um, somebody's got to get the tags but most of the most of the tags uh, you know that that's where the max bonus point um, is is getting up there with the max point of Arizona for elk because people are chasing 23, um, but the late the late elk hunt phenomenal. So um, if uh, if you got some points, uh, you know it's kind of a it's kind of a tough uh, it's kind of a tough one because that late elk hunt is is getting pretty dang good. So you know they're killing some stud stud bulls on that late elk hunt. So. But the archery hunt is phenomenal too. It, it, it borders uh, borders the reservation, and it's it's an awesome unit. But we don't want to
1: mess up your draws, uh, Jay. So we probably will stop talking about 23, right? <laughs> 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 yeah, your twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Twenty sixteen points are not looking yeah, good for that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Exactly. Twenty seven. Awesome. It it borders New Mexico. Orders of the reservation, it's going to have some, uh, it, it kind of hit, hit a little uh, drop um, recently um, from from what we've seen, um, but it, it has the potential to grow giants every year.
1: So that early rifle hunt will be off the chart, that'll be a good, a good hunt, 27 early rifle hunt.
0: All right, guys, um, we got some questions in, I put out on Instagram questions for you guys, uh, so let's just dive into some of those and go through them. So let's see. Uh, for us mid-tier point guys, four to six points. What late rifle hunts or draw strategy do you recommend for non-resident?
1: You know, you know, Jay, six A five B actually nine seven ten. I mean, all of those. Uh, or, you know, for a non-resident, you know, seven to eight points. I mean, 10 took 10, but there's uh, all of the... If, if somebody will do their research on these late elk hunts, they're all pretty stacked close together uh, as far as points are concerned, yet uh, they're significantly better units than others. Uh, you know, I mean, 6A with 700 tags, uh, 5B with, you know, 640, I mean, there, there's a pile of hunters in those units. Um, and so we would prefer, you know, 7 West and 8, uh, and, those, you know, it takes just as many points. Uh, we would, you know, we'd prefer to move into those units. So just some of them are more glassable uh, than others, uh, but really the late elk hunts are all stacked together pretty much for points. Uh, and there's there's really uh, some, you know, differences uh, on the late elk hunt. Uh, the late elk hunt, we prefer 10, 7 west, and
2: 8. But uh, the, the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, do they shoot a bow? Um, and, and this is where point guard comes into play. If uh, if they shoot a bow and they're willing to, to hunt hard um, with that many points, a late archery elk hunt, um with point guard is is a phenomenal hunt I mean they could have one heck of a hunt if it's dry um, you know uh, we had people in unit nine this year um, during that late archery uh, elk hunt and uh, both of them ended up filling within the first day um, but then the moisture came on day three and then the hunt was horrible you know so if if uh, if they're willing to use point guard play the weather and and see if it's going to be a dry year like we had this year they could get it done easy you know with a bow and that's a good way to use some some low points you know jay Jay, right now of course
1: you know hopefully arizona will stay where we're at and they can turn the tag back you know the day before the hunt some people don't like that but colorado of course has gone you got to turn it back 30 days prior to the hunt. Looks like Utah this year is going to go 30 days prior to a hunt. Um, Arizona hasn't done that, so, you know, I guess play the game that the state gives you, and that is, uh, you know, draw tag. Uh, If the weather conditions are good, you're going to have a great hunt. If not, turn your tag back. You only get one shot at that, Uh, but uh, it may
0: be uh, worth doing on
1: these late archery hunts.
0: Got a question here. Um, what questions should a client ask a potential guide to see if they're a good fit to work with?
1: Who's going to be your guide, John? That, that, hands down, Jay, I can't believe people book hunts and
2: have no idea who their guide's going to be. Yeah, no, we get we get those questions, and before I, I book a hunter, I make sure and call our our guides and make sure they're up they're for that type of a hunt or they want that caliber of a hunt and then I call back the client and say, yes, this guide is is in 100% and then, uh, you know, um, we put it in a contract. So there's no no, um, questions down the road or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know how – make sure you know who your guide is and uh, get pictures from that guide don't just take the outfitter's uh, word for it that 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 guide is uh, you know respectable you know make him make him prove
0: himself every other words pictures. in other words you want to go you want to talk to your guide or you want to know what has this guide been involved with where where have his hands been on some of these bulls rather than well, the outfitter's got great pictures but this guide has actually never had an archery client and it's never actually killed a bull that's where you think well he may be a great hunter but i need to make sure i do my research here if he's you know not used to dealing with people and and hunters and clients and you know he may be a great hunter but can he get someone that's not a great hunter uh on an elk that that's kind of the what makes a good guide
1: Jay, Jay, we have we, Jay. We, we have outfitters uh, in Arizona that I are mean, really booking services. They turn into booking services. They book people uh, left and right, and then they scramble to find a, a guy to cover it. And we get phone calls, you know, a week or two before a hunt starts, that hey, can you guys cover this hunter? And it's just, you just shake your head.
0: I mean, how? It's can, appalling. How can... It's absolutely appalling, and and it happens it is. absolutely. It yeah, it absolutely. happens all the time, and it's embarrassing, and and you know, for those listeners out there, these guys are exactly right. You need to call, you need to talk, you need to know who's taking it, you need to know their experience level. Uh, it's happening more and more, and it to me, it's appalling. It's embarrassing. Um, it, you know, it, it's one of the things that makes me want to start an outfitter association in Arizona and try and weed some of this um, out because it affects the consumer, and that's where it's tough because it gives all guys a bad name when this kind of stuff happens. So, uh, next question here is: uh, rumors circling around the Big Bow. Does High Point know anything regarding it? Do you guys, I haven't heard anything, so I I don't know what this person is referring to. But is there some rumor out there? There's Something a rumor new?
1: every year, Jay. <laughs> every year the Boquius is going to close, and and people that don't know the Boquius. Uh, it, it About 750,000 acres, it takes up about half a unit 10. Uh, every year there's rumors that it's going to close. Um, uh, I think we're on year five. Uh, Arizona, Arizona Game of Fish uh, cr- uh, has uh, typically five-year agreements uh, with the ranch for hunter access. Uh, Game of Fish uh, helps with water. Uh, catchment and on and on to uh, be able to you know keep the ranch open uh, i think we're on year five of that five-year agreement uh so uh, this year i don't believe there's any risk of uh, the ranch closing uh but next year potentially but i guess there's rumors that fly every year um and uh you know we it, it's it's crazy how many local people uh uh, Ran into them this year, actually. Even that you uh, refused to pay the 110 dollars uh, per hunter access, uh, which um, is is fantastic for us because it just keeps a ton of people off the ranch or some people off the ranch. Uh, but it's it's crazy that somebody would not pay a 110 dollar trespass fee for 750 thousand acres. If you look at New Mexico or Colorado or any of these other private ranch properties. You know to pay 110 dollars for seven hundred and fifty thousand acres it's just uh, it's just crazy to me that people wouldn't pay that but we do have some that uh, that won't uh, uh, but uh, i believe access is going to be fine this year uh, we're certainly uh, having people put in for uh, unit 10. yeah i
2: mean but but the whole entire unit is awesome i mean we killed gold off the bokeyes and we killed gold on the Bokeas, so it's not not Bokeus is the only place to
0: kill giants. So, yep. Got a question here. Uh, do you guys still film your hunts and upload them to YouTube? Dude, it's bad. We've we've been super bad about that. Um,
2: it, it's a lot of work, Jay, and and you know, just I mean, you used to do a bunch of videos too. I mean, it, it's a lot of work to put it together a video um and and i feel bad sometimes you know clients you know don't want to be filmed um some clients do want to be filmed um definitely uh, helped with bookings um you know videos and stuff and seeing what caliber of hunt they're looking into it's helped us uh send out to clients and stuff but uh Man, I, I want to. I have the passion for it. Um, Kevin has the passion for it. Um, it it's just it's time consuming. I I would like to get back into it, but it's time consuming.
1: You know what what was tempting for us is and this is what we've been doing the last few years. If they follow us on Instagram, we'll put spit you know stuff on Instagram. Even maybe even a kill shot or you know kind of the the uh, I guess the climax of the hunt on Instagram. That kind of stuff. And we've kind of moved. That direction, rather than creating, uh, you know, a 20-minute video, we still have a bunch of videos on our website, but uh, they're a little dated, unfortunately. We just haven't taken the time to, you know, do a, a I don't know, a feature movie or feature film or what have you. Uh, uh we were one of the first outfitters that were doing that and we were getting a big pop doing it and then a lot of people started doing it so we kind of you know slowed down and stopped doing it because again it takes a pile of time so but we still do a little bit of it uh instagram is probably the best way to get some of that
0: got a question here how is the glassing in seven west it's awesome yeah no it's really good
2: uh it's it's really uh um, good for glassing. Um, it's actually probably one of the better units for glassing. So it's awesome.
1: You know, most of the units that, that you know people consider having good glass, they're looking into canyons, stuff like that. Whereas Seven West, you're looking up on the various uh, you know hills that are throughout the unit. Um, so it's a little different
0: type of uh, glassing, but the you know the glassing is phenomenal in Seven West. Guys, it's been awesome having you on this morning. I want to give you a chance to let everybody know how they can reach out to you. I'll also link it up in the show notes. Um, but thanks for sharing, sharing with us. Uh, but go ahead and tell them uh, how they can reach out to you guys to, to find out more.
1: You know, probably the best way is our website, uh, highpointoutfitters.net. Uh, on our website, we've got uh, our cell phone numbers and and all that. Uh, if uh, you want to follow John on Instagram, it's AZ underscore Hunter. Uh, if you want to follow me, it's HPO it's for High Point Outfitters, HPO underscore Kevin Call. Um, and, uh, you know, that's really uh, uh, the best way to hook up with us and uh, send us an email. If you if they're email guys, uh, you can send them to shoot. So it's S-H-O-O-T at highpointoutfitters.net.
0: Awesome, awesome guys. well thanks for coming on. Uh, God bless you both and uh, look forward to seeing uh, seeing your stuff uh, this fall and it's going to be honest before we know it. Yes it's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah, if you need uh, somebody put in with uh, hit me up on the
0: shoot at no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, request is noted.
2: Yeah, no, just let me know the spot and scope or whatever you're looking for, Jay.
0: What I need. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, guys, take care.
2: All right, thanks, man. Thanks, Jay. Bye.
0: Bye.